Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels. I'm going to be at Clusterfest in San Francisco. Clusterfest! Uh, I'm going to be there the 21st and 22nd of June. Please uh, come out, or if you know you don't have uh, the money to buy an entire pass for a festival, I'll be back at the Punchline in August. Oh, that's great. It is. Big sigh announcement. I have planned my return to stand-up. Interesting. I've accepted a week. It's New Year's Eve, so no one gives a shit. I'm doing <laughs> New Year's Eve at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Oh, wow. And we're hoping my body is ready by then. So I've, I've, I took some advice from you. Okay. Because you're like, you need to be positive. You need to put positivity out there. Exactly. So I took a week. Right. And my goal is to get there. So get your tickets. <laughs> Do get your tickets. I'm, I'm, it's an interesting week that you got booked on because I thought that they um, always booked fun people for that show. Let's start. God damn it. Hey, everybody, this is Chad Daniels. Across from me is Cy Amundsen. Hello. And over to the right in the corner, as always, is Hay Bales. Hay Bales. Hay Bales. Hay Bales. Hay Bales is in the corner. Uh, this What's is the name of the show. I was just going to say. I know. I just. This is the middle of somewhere. You know what? This might as well be the middle of dog shit today. Because after we did, when we did the wedding podcast, uh, both of us were like, we don't know if this is good. Right. Well, I mean, you were more confident than me, but a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, I will say today, you and I, we needed to get one recorded. Right. Because we love doing the show. But you and right. I are a combined dumpster of human shit. That's true. You were up until what time last night? Can I tell you the whole story? So <laughs> no, I, before you do that. So when we come in here, and this is, this is what we were talking about before the show starts, but I'm going to put it on the air. Okay. What we do to do this show is right before we come in here, we text each other sentences... Right. Not the story, just like, these are my four to five sentences right. that I am going to use for the show today. Correct. We're just like a, just so you get your mind in the realm of the topic. Yes. And so, and normally we try to do that one to two days in advance. Sometimes if we're really into it, maybe three, right, Chad? So today, uh, what time did you, we were recording at what time? 10. 10 a.m. What time do you know? Do you know what time you messaged me your sentences? I'm going to guess 9.37. 9.57? 9.57 a.m. Boy. And his, here were his two sentences. <laughs> Lady walking dog. That's sentence number one. And sentence number two. Listen. Got to hotel front desk lady. <laughs> Those are. I, I, I wanted to make sure that I remembered him. You might as well have just messaged me a picture of your asshole. <laughs> what a pile. You just fucked up. <laughs> no, please don't. Do <laughs> you that. just Please do up. not do that. So you, you got in late last night. I did get in late last night. I do want to tell this. This is going to just be an episode where you remind me of things. And I'm going to tell you. I used to have a hot tub outside on my deck and through my sliding glass door to get to the deck, my friend Kevin mooned me when I was in my hot tub and somehow you could see like where his he pushed his ass against the thing and you could see there was a little like butthole kiss mark oh yeah the the starfruit part yeah yeah bummer and Ugh. so 
probably, and this is on me, of course, but about a year and a half later, I remember my daughter goes, what's this? Layla, our dog, can't get this high because she's the one that always leaves marks on the glass. And I was like, oh, that's my friend Kevin's butthole. You didn't, no one wiped it? See, I told you that's on me. Yeah. Because you don't remember when you're in a hot tub, when you go in, you want to shower, all that stuff. And then yeah. it just kind of disappears. I feel like that image would haunt me long enough that I'd be like, I would at least have told my wife, like, hey, a bird hit the window. Maybe we should wipe it off. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. Now, so last night I was up till 4.30 in the morning. Okay. We are playing, uh, I'm hanging out at Acme Comedy Company. Yes, sir. And we all decide to play poker. Oh. We don't have any chips, so we're using sugar packets. Okay. People are angry about this. Like the real professional, and I say professional with air quotes. Yeah. Because it's just, you know, they use terms like uh, gut shot straight. I don't have any idea. Yeah, I mean, it was just like, hey, fucking... Mississippi Relax. Slim, you want to cool it? <laughs> well, it's just ridiculous. So they're using all these terms, and uh, and people are having some trouble with the sugar packets, and I don't care. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, we play that, and I'm out. I'm like one of the first ones out. That, that checks out. The lady across from me has the exact same hand as me, and then one person beat us, and we all went all in. And so her and I were the first two out. Got it. So I walk back to the hotel. And I get in there, and there are two young guys. Two young guys two who young are... Two young fellas. Two young guys. And they're claiming there must be uh, some part of some sort of uh, uh, mu music group. Okay. This is what they're telling the lady at the front desk. They were standing next to each other at first. Okay. And then while the conversation went on, spread out like velociraptors. Because they're hitting on this woman. And they are telling her... And she is handling it like a pro okay right they're telling her all the things they've done in music and their group is this and they got in late on their flight first of all it's 3 50 in the morning at this time yeah and flights stop landing at midnight yep. did you fucking walk from the airport i don't yeah. know about a flight yeah that's what i'm saying so then uh she goes oh cool um, where can I find you on the internet? Let me look up some of your videos. And okay. then they backpedaled hard. <laughs> and then one of them at the end goes, hey, can I get your number? And she goes, yeah, it's 350 in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> and I just like moonwalked out of the situation. It was so fun. I was waiting to get a cup of noodles because I was real hungry. And I didn't even want it any because joy had filled where I needed food to be. It was so fantastic. She just like, I wanted to comment and stay and be like, where did you learn how to do that? But it was just like, it was it, the perfect. You come teach everyone I know. Everybody left the lobby. It was well, all three of us. Yeah. But it was fantastic. I was up very early this morning also. Because how come? The Moob, my brother, we call him Moob, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to be real mad at me. I got a Greg-themed episode for you today. Okay. The Moob, uh, he, when he was younger, he had gigantic nipples okay. that have normalized over time, so we called him Moob. And then when he got jacked like he is now, he looked like Thor, we started calling him Moob Truck. So anyway, oh. the Moob Truck. Why Moob with the big nipples? Well, man boob. Oh, yeah. So he had just like mostly nipple. 
mostly nipple, but it was enough to be like, that's a whole boob under there. They were huge nipples. So he basically had to be six seven in order for these nipples to look yes, right? Yes, he okay. really grew into his nipples. Okay. Very normal looking now. Not so much when he was 14. The nipples. The nipples. Not him, because a six seven man with a like a man bun doesn't... That's not normal. We no, call that there's norm. a thing when you're tall. Like I don't think you should get to wear unique shit. You know, you don't want to be like in a cowboy hat when you're six four. But it's like, look at this fucking asshole. Like, you don't. You, you get one thing. Sure. Either you dress funny, or you're a fucking giant. You don't get well, to have both things. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm pissed about it. I'm five eleven, and I didn't know he had a man bun because I'd never even seen him from that. You didn't climb up the that back angle. of his yeah. legs. On belay. Moob had a baby. Ooh. He they popped a baby out. They popped it out at like four o'clock this morning. I was still awake. They they told me that they were having a baby yesterday, and he's like, "We're not telling anybody yet." And then I just started telling people because I I told you last night. Right. We have a one of your best friends is Greg's wife's cousin. Right. And he walked into the green room at Acme last night and he goes, hey, man, congratulations. And I'm just dying to tell people about this baby because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> and he meant the wedding. And I was like, I know we're having a baby. And like, I just ruined the surprise for that side of the family. You know what else you ruin? What? Just like um, I, it's weird to me that we're having a baby. Yeah. Is something you say about another couple that you live with. Yeah. The four of us are having a baby. They and did. Norm. Okay. I will tell you, I've been doing an upsetting level of bits with this baby coming that if any, it was born healthy and happy, thank God. Because if anything would have gone wrong, yeah, everyone in my family would have been like, yes, I, that's because you fucking kept making those hermaphrodite jokes yep, you jinxed for it. like seven months. Mm -hmm. And I would have loved a Hermie baby no matter what, but that doesn't mean when the doctor says, I think it's a girl, but also there's that little, there's something down there that I can't quite identify. Yeah, I'm going to make some hermaphrodite jokes for a few months. That's just a big clip. It's a giant clip. I think it's probably, you're right, it's a giant clip. I think what a strong baby. Absolutely. What an absolutely strong baby. And that little thing, that, that little uh, seatbelt thing that goes between their legs in the car seat. Doesn't stand a chance. That's going to be real <laughs> fun for that one. Going over railroad tracks. The only thing we have left is I've made a lot of jokes about the dog eating their baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you were about to say the dog being the father. Yeah. <laughs> comes out just this little baby with huge <laughs> nipples and a dog's head. I'll finally let someone say fur baby around me without going. <laughs> I'm a dog mom. No, she really is. You should see this child that that birthed. Can yeah. I tell you the dog thing? Yeah, you can. I'm going to pause you. Okay. Because you said dog mom. I was walking around. Good, because now both your stories are done in the first eight minutes. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I just like to, I'm like color commentary. Fill the rest, Cy. Um, So this lady's walking her dog and she started to go upstairs, but the dog kept going like on out, the side. Out and outside Yeah, so out, outside, yeah. Okay. So she's going, it, these stairs lead to a parking lot which she can cross okay, uh, gotcha. without having to deal with traffic. Gotcha. She goes up onto these two little stairs and the dog keeps walking on the sidewalk in the direction they were going. Okay. And she goes, come on, come on, come on. And the dog kept pulling her. And so she went down the stairs and then went with the dog. And I go, hey, I got to know. Why didn't you just yank the dog? Because you're the person. 
And she said, well, he's an explorer. Now she's talking to me like that. He's an explorer. <laughs> and I was like, don't. I think you forgot to like change back. <laughs> Have you ever talked to somebody where they're talking to a baby or something and they forget to change? So she was like, he's an explorer. And I go, but he's a dog, right? So you, you're you the person. You should be. A, you should run the show. Otherwise, this is real creepy for everybody because your dog's not an explorer. Mm-mm. I said, your dog smells shit somewhere and it's going to eat it. And then later on, it's going to lick your face. And then you're going to go to a coffee shop by yourself, I would assume, and you are going to annoy the shit out of everyone when you use this phrase that I've heard a lot. I just like animals more than people. Oh, f- yeah. People don't you. get it's like people do get you, but your face smells like shit cuz you let an animal eat shit in front of you and then lick your face. I I don't I got you guys? Yeah. I think I'm going to need to stay home from now on. It's I told you he's just get off my lawn this morning. I in the pool behind the hotel. This is let me no let me let me let me tell you how you told me this before the show started. I'm gonna Fine, say it. Say the words. In the pool behind the hotel, a little boy was murdered this morning. <laughs> Which is an alarming sentence to it hear. It gets everyone's attention. When, yes, that's a, it's an attention. But you know what else gets attention? This little fucking boy who sounded like he was getting murdered <laughs> for every single activity. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I opened my, you know how you can only open a hotel window just a little crack so you don't jump out? <laughs> That's why. That is absolutely why. Yeah, so I opened it a little bit and it's I just It's because go, everybody goes, have you ever done comedy in Toledo? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the window doesn't open any further than that. Do you know that they keep you in Calgary? There's a, there's a club there where you do Tuesday through Sunday. Oof. And the club's connected to the hotel, and the hotel's only two stories, so you can't jump off and kill yourself. <laughs> it has to be. That's what I was saying. Like, 30% of clubs, you're so pumped to be there, and the other 70%, the hotel should have, like, those Chinese, like, those, uh, the, the body-catching thing. Oh, you know, yeah, the People net. are jumping out of the factories to their deaths. Yeah. That would be a good add-on to comedy hotels. Like, welcome to, welcome to Alberta. We got you. Do in Calgary and on Thursday morning, by Thursday morning, you could see me in the stairwell <laughs> staring at pictures of my kids, but also looking up at the sign that says roof access. <laughs> it was so brutal. I was there one time and I was doing it. But and I, I know comedians always at, like people always ask comedians like, are you exaggerating? I've talked to Chad both before and immediately after coming home from Calgary <laughs> and the dread going and the like, I fucking made it, but I'm going to need a couple days. Uh, it's telling you, it's traumatic. And so I was there and this family owns it and they're a great family. I enjoy the family. Um, but they were doing a, a, like a Christmas show and it was a, a listener appreciation show for the radio station. Okay. And it's free. And I go, hey, man, you can't give away tickets. There's no value to the show. People don't listen. They don't give a shit because they're not, they're not in. They're not invested in this. It's meaningless to them. So they have a free buffet. People are getting up during the show, going back to the buffet and eating more. <laughs> and this lady um, won't shut every – I go like – so I was in Missouri, and she goes, this is Canada. And I go, was, motherfucker. I was in Missouri. <laughs> And so I'm like freaking out. And this finally, her husband goes, do I need to come up there and touch you? And I go, what? Touch? 
Yeah, and I go, what does that mean? And somebody goes, he's going to knock you out, touch you in your temple. And I go, I would love <laughs> if I had the choice between getting knocked out or having to listen to your fucking twit wife for the rest of the show, come up here and hit me. And so then they end up leaving and she's like crying now. And I was just like, you got to be kidding me. So I'm yelling at the, as they leave. I'm like, like really it's a deep dive into their life. <laughs> Let me just say that. So I'm like, <laughs> she goes, well, now we have to, she, when she left, she goes, now we have to explain to our children why we're home early because we told them we'd, I go, number one, you don't have to go directly home. Classic Chad's parents. And number two, <laughs> yeah. And number two, um, you're also going to have to explain to them why he's only the dad of three of the five. So I'm like, I'm so mad at this point. I go. After you're just gonna. You're trying to be buried in Calgary. Oh I, yeah. Happening. Oh, and I almost was because I go to the front. Or I like go out of the club and I go just right next door to the hotel. And the front desk lady goes, "Are you Chad Daniels?" And then I was kind of like, "Hey," <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I know my picture. Regionally well-known comedian <laughs> Chad Daniels. I know my pictures up. And she goes. Yeah, I mean, just so you know, there are two guys here looking for you. They asked for your room. I didn't give it to them, but they are walking around the hotel. Oh, no. And so I go I go to the elevator, and it's that dude and a guy I don't recognize. I'm assuming the murderer, <laughs> right? He's he's brought with him a murderer. He, either that or he's the cleanup guy. He's yeah. got a role. So now I'm like, I'm <laughs> taking back stairwells and shit, the ones where they're like, don't open this door. It needs to stay shut in case of a fire. I have to put my shoulder into that door, <laughs> open it up. And I'm like back against the wall, shimmying down side or, uh, hallways. And uh, finally got to my room. Nothing. Nothing happened. That was my fate. And then, here's the thing. That was my favorite week in Calgary ever. <laughs> when, they were, when they were hunting me. That's how bad it is to do comedy. It was... It's a lot of old oil money. Yeah. And and the oil is gone. And no, excuse me, the the oil and the money are gone, but the attitudes, the attitudes have, have stayed the same. Do you think and hey Bales, this is a question for you more than Chad cuz I I believe this is episode 10. Do you think it's at all alarming that we are 10 episodes, about 35 to 40 minutes in, so no more than 400 minutes of stories in and already twice you've had to tell two stories about you being hunted in a hotel? <laughs> It happens. I know. It happens. Here's your punishment for uh, now. Now we're off and rolling. I feel like now you're bringing something to the table. You've woken up. That's I'm not fair at all. I'm happy to have you here. But your punishment is because when you told me that story, it reminded me of one of my favorite stories. And I'm I, I've just I have this. I have like a, a box of stories that slowly over the course of this podcast, every once in a while, I'm going to be like, it's time for this one. It's time for this one. Gallagher in Louisville. Oh, man. Okay. So I am supposed to headline the week at, at this the club. Comedy Caravan, at the right? Comedy Caravan. Yeah. In Louisville, Kentucky. Yep. Supposed to headline the week. And I get a call a week before, and it's the booker. And he goes, Here's the. And this guy, I always like this guy. We got along. A lot of people don't like him. Doesn't yep. matter. But he called me and he goes, uh, Hey, Chad, uh, bad news. I'm going to have to cancel your week. Gallagher's coming in. <laughs> What year is this for the people? Um, I'm going to say, let's say 10 years ago. So he goes, Gallagher's coming in, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you come in because I, I, it was routed with other work. Yep. And so I'm going to have you come in 
and I'm going to have you just work Thursday, open for Gallagher, get a credit, and I'm going to pay you for the whole week. Nice. Because this place is going to be rocking with Gallagher fans. They're going to make a lot of money. Gallagher mania, they called it. They actually called it the Gallagher monologues because he was only practicing. This was his special tour. Yeah, he was he was practicing in clubs for just the jokes, not like all the other – like the – the mallet stuff. I was going to say, that's not all the other stuff. It's literally a mallet and yeah. watermelon. Okay. So he's mallet less. Yeah. So this is like, yeah, this is like if somebody's like, Hey, you want to go see carrot top? Yeah. No props. Yeah. Just doing stand up. So I get also, on. <laughs> I would pay a fucking million dollars to see that. No, you just would like, not. Imagine. No, I'm talking about the, the carrot top thing, just like oh. him holding his fist up. All right, guys, just pretend on both sides of my hand here, there's a piece of bread, knuckle sandwich. Like just, <laughs> just carrot top, just trying to make you envision his props. Okay. Have I, I would also pay for the Gallagher have thing. Have I told the story about opening for Jeff Dunham on this show? Nope, I'm saving that one. Oh. That's, a, that's what we in the business call a tease. Okay, all right. I was just going to go into it. But here's nope. the So Gallagher. We're not wasting it all on one day because you were unprepared. <laughs> I'm not, I am prepared. I know, but I never get to pick on you. I'm old and have experience. I have so many stories that can just jump to the front of my mind. So you're opening for Gallagher opening, on a Thursday opening in for Louisville. Gallagher. He has no mallet. And uh, I'm doing my show, and all of a sudden, I hear this voice. I'm getting heckled. It goes, maybe you shouldn't talk about, uh, talk about horses when you're in Kentucky because they're not going to like you. And I go, what's going on? And I lean down under the lights because I can't see anything. I'm getting fucking heckled by Gallagher. <laughs> He's telling me how to do my show. And he heckles me the whole time. <laughs> So finally, I'm so mad at him, and I'm so, like, the crowd is on his side now, and I just go, "Well, they're the Gallagher maniacs." Yeah, I just go, um, "I go, I'm so excited to watch your watch your set tonight." And he goes, uh, "How come?" And I go, "Cause you're gonna eat shit so hard." And he goes, "Why?" I go, "I just go, good luck without your melons, dick." And the play, I hear two different trays drop. It go. It's bedlam. People, hands are in the air. They've been waiting for this. I think that's why they came to the show. Maybe they're waiting to see another comedian talk shit to God. I don't know, <laughs> but they their hands went up and knocked trays out of servers' hands. So drinks went everywhere. Then he comes up. Were they to clarify? Were they laughing and excited, or were they furious, or was it a mixture it, of both? I feel like it was just laughter. That's how I remember it. Because I went out, so I tried to get a beer before the show, and the bartender was giving me stink eye the whole time. Yeah. And then after that, there's a TV in the bar, and I went back again to the bar, and he walked all the way around the bar to come hug me. <laughs> so, I don't know. And the best part is, every time you go there, regardless of staff turnover, what happens? It's it's crazy. They go, oh, are you the Gallagher guy? <laughs> <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Honestly, if we could get more people to refer to you as the Gallagher guy, <laughs> that would be a giant home run for me. Okay, so you've been talking to your family about the dog eating the baby. Yeah, we're all back that there. stuff. Well, it's been. Oh, let me let me give you a rundown because I don't I don't have anything deep. It's been an intense week, but I. I've, oh, I'm sorry. I 
I thought I was the one that wasn't prepared and See, I was being I knew yelled exactly at. exactly what you were doing there. Well, come on. Let me tell you a couple of things about also, my Also, you can't see what Cy just did, but he did the little uh, basic bitch thing where you put one hand in the air and kind of like flick it towards someone. Like, let me tell you something. That's what he just did. So absurd. I So a couple of things. I, what I do for exercise, and I know we've talked about this, but I like to walk stairs. Sure. It's the best thing for my back. It's easy. I can get a good cardio workout. And so what I often do is you can't just like walk two flights of stairs up and down. It's nice to have a giant tall building. So I find hotels, like eight, 10 story hotels. I just walk into them like, I, st- I, I got a room here. Eight to 10 yeah. stories or yeah. eight, 10 story hotels. So a total of 80 flights of stairs. Eight to 10. Okay. Sometimes if they're bigger, that's great. Sure. But I like a big, tall hotel and I'll walk stairs in them. So there's one by my house that I use constantly, but it's also one of these giant. You'd hate Calgary. Oh God. I can't even imagine. I, there's one by my house. It also serves as like, it's a big like conference center. So they, they're always having all these huge events there. Like they just, they recently did one, like some before the baseball season started the Minnesota twins outreach. So there's like a thousand people there, right? It's a big hotel. So when there's a big event happening, the parking lot is very full and I have to park way down on the end, walk in through the backside door, walk through the whole banquet area to get over to where the steps are. Mm -hmm. So normally I'm walking through in my sweat clothes and I'm walking by people in suits and everybody looks at me like I'm a poor piece of shit and I've become fine with that. Mm -hmm. So this week on Wednesday, I get there and everything's packed and I'm like, ah, fuck. So I park down on the end, I walk through and there's not really anybody in there, so I don't know what it is. So I walk through, I walk my stairs, and just also people need to know, I know we talk about it a lot. My hair is long right now. It, it is long. And my beard exists, and if I'm put together like I was for the wedding, you go, oh, that looks nice. And if I'm not put together, I go, oh, I look... <laughs> <laughs> Such a trick. He just, Chad just texted me the words, fuck you. (laughs) For no reason. (laughs) Just for fun. So I walk, I, I, I do my walk. I finish my walk. I am a sweaty pile because the staircase is hot because it was like 85 degrees this week, right? Yep. My hair is everywhere. Sweat dripping off my beard. I look like an absolute psychopath walk back go back through the banquet and it's a like it's this big like state dance banquet (laughs) so it's like and it's ages like eight all the way up to high school and it's all these moms and all these girls all in fancy dresses there for the banquet there's a few husbands and a few uh, like brothers i'm assuming or men dancers Mm mm-hmm and I'm walking through and I'm just got my head down and there was like a group to my left and I didn't even see what happened, but I assumed there was a boy standing with a bunch of girls and I assume that he did something like push somebody or touch somebody or said something gross because one of the girls just shouts, knock it off, you creep, and says it so loud. 
and everybody turns. <laughs> and nobody looks at that guy. It's just this gross, sweaty savage in sweat, just, <laughs> just motoring through all these young children in fancy clothes. Where's the prettiest girl? <laughs> uh, I'm here to present an award. Uh, it's, it's as self-conscious as I've felt in probably 15 years. It was really, really bad. I was in Boston, similar thing. There was a uh, cheer competition. Okay. And so they're all staying at the same hotel. And I'm eating at a restaurant, and I overhear this mom telling this daughter, you cannot have a cheeseburger tonight after the competition. Tonight, it's a salad. <sighs> so I end up getting in the elevator to go back to my it room. Sounds like a girl's getting pregnant at 13. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you leave your family? The burgers. <laughs> What'd you name your baby? Cheeseburger. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> so I get in the elevator and I'm on the 21st floor of this hotel. You'd love it. A lot of walking. Love it. So I push 21 and then all of a sudden a little flash happens and the doors open again and it's the mom and the daughter and they're still talking about it. Oh. So they're getting off on 17. Gotcha. And we're just starting the journey, and I go, I'll get you a cheeseburger. And they both look at me with such disdain. I meant it as like a funny, goofy thing. Yeah, you meant it as the way you get in arguments with everybody. Like you're going to be anti the mom and say something funny, but it sounds like. Oh, I know exactly what it sounds like. Get in my van. I got burgers. I get what it sounds like. I call it a cheeseburger because sometimes it's yellow. Nope. I just was goofing around and the little girl, I go, I'll get you a cheeseburger. And then um, after I saw the looks on their faces, pushed the eighth floor button and got out on the next immediate floor. Because I was, I was just like, I don't need to go to jail. I have two shows tonight. It was ridiculous. Chad's new bio just reads, former Gallagher guy slash hotel elevator burger assaulter. Doing comedy via the internet from prison. Speaking of assault. Oh, no. I So I have a new physical therapist. Okay, that's so much better. God, he was so <laughs> excited when he... You shouldn't be that excited when you say that. So you got... Speaking of assault. So... And this, I've worked with a great guy down in Cincinnati. And so now I've found a guy back here who does similar stuff. And I, disclaimer, he is incredible. You know when you meet somebody who's just really good at their job uh -uh. and you don't understand it? No. Nope. Okay. Well, he is unbelievable. Okay. And, uh, and when I, if I get better, I'm going to tell everybody who he is because I'd like to drum up a bunch of business for him because I think he deserves it. Sure. But what I'm if not, you get worse? Well, then. Also tell people? I think, yeah. I think then we All burn right. his ass to the ground. So, but he does this. So I'm, they're doing like what's called a lot of myofascial work and joint mobilization where you find where something is stuck. Mm -hmm. You find the spot where it's stuck and then you mobilize it either through like guided stretching or like pushing right okay. on the joint. Now, do you know what caused this? I do. I, so I had, was it falling backwards into a tub? It was not falling backwards into a tub. Okay. I thought that was a genuine question. And the moment I started to answer it, he smirked like a, a basket full of fucking dicks. Like a villain. Yeah, just... No, oh, but honestly, he's gonna he's gonna answer it genuinely. No. This couldn't have gone better if I'd have, if I'd have paid for it. I do want to know. So this guy, 
he's a real he's really good at this he'll find the spots he'll like but what he does is so you're laying on the table and he's working on like your it band on your leg sure and he goes it's on the outside of the leg the outside i don't of mean the to leg. keep interrupting you but i like people to know i like on. people to know i don't need him to stop the show and google it band sure so he's on the outside of his leg and he will like he'll put his on and he'll be searching for the spot that's stuck and when he searches he often closes his eyes so it's kind of like he's guiding by feel which is a little strange but he always finds the spot. So you're like, oh man, he's, this dude's incredible. Hmm. And, but one of the things that I have an issue with is something called the pubic symphysis. Do you know what I, that I is? I don't know where that is that or is, what it is. Well, you know what? What's the other, you know what pubic is, right? Sure. So imagine where your pubics are. Behind that, there's a joint bone-ish type thing that has two sides to it, okay. right? That's the pubic symphysis. <laughs> you just had have you ever seen in cartoons where someone knows they're going to be rich and dollar signs go into their eyes you just had question marks it was awesome so mine on the left side has been up it was off like an inch when this started so that is a major issue so they've been working on it what he does to check and see if it's up is he, his hand will guide down yes. onto that pubic bone and but also he's doing it the same where his eyes are closed and i don't know him well enough to make the 100 jokes that i want to make yeah. while i lay flat on a table this guy closes his eyes and just slides his fingers i his fingers are so close to my dick that you know sometimes when you lay on your back your dick will flop backwards and just like like it's yeah. on vacation getting a suntan yeah that I gotta, I gotta a, flip over. This tan's gonna look weird. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. I the the second time he did, the first time he did, I didn't even notice because my leg was bothering me so bad. The second time I did it, I like moved a little bit. I was like, "Oh no, it's falling! It's falling!" <laughs> I had to like I like <laughs> dug my hand down there and flipped it back. I was like, "It's gonna get him!" Oh god, that's so funny. Also, I can't wait till you see this guy bagging groceries somewhere. And find out he's not a doctor. He's just squatting in some old office. <laughs> yes. And he just and he's just like closing his eyes while he feels his way through the carrots into the bag. Yeah, he's just like everything stacked perfectly like Tetris. Yeah. And he's just got his eyes shut the whole time. It's great. The we have a couple of before we close here, we have a couple of listener things we okay. have to we have to close up on. First I want to say uh, thank you. There's a guy. Uh, there were a couple people. The only I'm such a piece of shit. I'm so bad at remembering names. Well, I don't I, know if that makes you a piece of shit. Can I can I step in here? Yeah. I think what we need to do, <clears throat> and everyone listening, mm -hmm. is like uh, stop calling ourselves pieces of shit for doing stuff like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go in dad mode here. Okay. Because a guy told me a story. He goes, uh, I just bought a house. And almost all of the light bulbs are already burnt out. So I had to drive to the store. And I, when I got there, the parking lot was full. So I had to park in back. And it was raining. So I had to run in. And he goes, what do you think? And I go, you just told me you own a house, you own a car, and your legs work pretty well. We have a thing at my house. It's a, it's a gratitude jar where anytime we're thankful for something, we just write it on a little piece of paper and we put it in the jar. That way, when you're having a bad day, you can look at this full ass jar and be like, oh yeah, that's right. My life is wonderful. And it's very, it's like something you can actually see and visualize. Oh, that's great. That's, it's, it's, so anyways, I just want, you called yourself a piece of shit for not remembering names. 
and uh, you know, went through some therapy after my divorce, and I learned some stuff. Some therapy? I went to almost all of it. I only there's only two sessions that I could go to where they wouldn't have to repeat stuff. The there's a listener, I believe his name is Jerome, but there's somebody else who suggested it. Who you remember the story about Greg writing down the white trash stuff that I oh, do yeah. every week? Yeah. So he's like, what you need to do is you need to come up with a white trash trophy. And so anything, <laughs> anytime he does something worse than what you've done recently, present him with the trophy. So I for sure did it. I got a ranch bottle and spray painted it gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect one. And I'm going to give it to him because right now, my brother Greg, I mean, not right now. Right now he's having a baby, but he's about to bring a baby home to this. Right now, my brother Greg is building an antelope, a fake antelope in our fucking kitchen. Wow. What do you mean a fake antelope? So basically, you know how when you hunt, you use decoys? No, I didn't have a dad. <sighs> and it, sh it shows. <laughs> so they, you know, they put a fake goose out there and a goose is flying around. He's like, honk, sex. Yeah, no, and then somebody murders him, right? I understand. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm going to have to, I got to detour us. I, got, I just have to detour us. Go for it. Uh, so Greg... Greg used to hunt bear and how they hunt bear is so monumentally fucked up. They do this thing called bear baiting where they go out into the woods where a bear is and they throw like all this like day old bread and donuts and like molasses. Question. Raise my hand. It's yes. not, a, it's, I'm going to just add to this. Yeah. I did go bear baiting with a friend of mine and yes. he used Twizzlers and he was like, I didn't even see a bear. And it's cause I had picked up all the Twizzlers behind him and kept them for the car ride home. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I've got a true one to double up on that because they put fucking Burger King. <laughs> they had day old Burger King and they were dropping like old Burger King uh, because one of my dad's friends runs a Burger King and they're, they're dropping old Burger King. I was like, you just got to fucking leave those cinnaminis right there. Oh, what yes. are you doing, man? So what they do is they put these, you know this then, they put all these traps like these bear bait, like here's all the food at different spots. And then they come back and they see which one the bear ate at. And then they put food there again. So basically they train the bear to be like, hey, guys, by that tree, there's croissant witches. Mm -hmm. Like that's what the bear thinks. And then one day he's halfway through some fucking French toast sticks and splat, they kill him. Right. So I'm sitting up in the tree with Greg. Greg shoots a bear. It is dead. Okay. I do not hunt. And it's a weird thing to be around a dead animal because I, I have a little bit of mixture of emotions. Yeah. So I'm like helping him like haul a bear out of the woods like it's a, I mean, it is, it's a bear corpse. And I'm like weeping on the bear's fur, but trying not to let Greg see it. <laughs> we get it into the back of the truck and we're driving home and Greg's having like the best day of his life. And we stop at, uh, we stop for lunch. And the, there's just a fucking dead bear in the back of our truck. Okay. And so we're sitting, <laughs> Chad is braced. I'm excited because I hope I know the ending. Well, I, Greg goes very Chad here. So we're sitting there and uh, this uh, dead bear is out in the parking lot. We're having lunch. All of a sudden, a, a woman and her husband, I assume, walk into the bar and she goes, Who killed that 
bear. <laughs> and you can see your husband just go, oh, no. <laughs> and then my brother Greg turns and he goes, I killed that bear. And I look at her husband. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Should we eat something yeah, together? Can, can, can we drive away? And this lady goes ape shit on Greg. And Greg lets her go ape shit. And then he finishes. He goes, just a heads up, lady. I'm going to teach you how bears work. He goes, when female bears give birth to a cub, they lose interest in everything. The only thing that they are interested in from that point on is raising their cub safely. They don't care about themselves. They don't care about their surroundings. And they certainly don't care about sex at all. No interest in sex. You know what men bears like? <laughs> they love sex. And men bears know that the baby bears are the reason that they're not getting to have sex. So during the rut season, Greg goes, men bears will walk the woods trying to find cubs to kill to turn that switch off in women so that they'll be like, all right, let's fuck. Huh. And the lady was like, okay. And that was the end of the company. <laughs> but she was, it was that great thing. She was one of those, I just love animals. Animals are better than people. Like the dog yeah. lady. Animals, no. There's, you know the sort of fucked up behavior that is? Like if that was a human... Can you imagine if I go to see Greg's baby today and I walk in and some guy walks in with a shotgun? He's like, I need some pussy. <laughs> and just a plow just starts blasting off in the nursery. No, bears are the worst. They're the worst. But I, I didn't know that. I, and I, I also didn't hunt because I, I would didn't want people to see me cry. Yeah, I get that. Mm -hmm. I detoured a long way. The point is he's building a he, – he got this mold – of an antelope. He wanted to build his own decoy. Rather than just buying one online, he wanted to build his own. So he got this gross, like it looks like one of those cats that doesn't have hair. It's fucking disgusting. Oh, looking. cool. And then he took that to a Joanne Fabrics with a picture on his phone. He's like, these colors. <laughs> and then some lady cut him all this fabric and he's just building a fake antelope in our fucking kitchen. So as soon as he's home, I've got a trophy to present him. You know what doesn't make sense to me? Like I hear that story. Yeah. And then I hear the story about how a woman let him get her pregnant. <laughs> and those two stories don't collide anywhere. There's at no time do these touch. Well, he what he did was he ordered a and built a fake man who was sensitive and interesting, <laughs> put it in a room, and then when the lights went off, he switched himself in. <laughs> And he just slowly went down to her pubic synthesis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lovely. Uh, you have to. Did you think about the listener question? I did. So the listener question from last week uh, from Jake Raker was his name. Okay. Jake Raker from Mississippi. Mississippi. From Chad's one of Chad's uh, stomping grounds. Suck these dicks. Suck these dicks. That's four S's. If you were size dad and you could sit him down and give him three serious pieces of advice. I don't know why I'm doing this for Me either. It's real dumb. What would they be? Okay. I actually uh, did this. I like it. I actually it. did this. So come prepare. Wow. Uh, retirement. Okay. I would start, even if it's just a little tiny bit of money, I know people say you have to have a certain percentage every month, blah, 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 but if you can't do that or don't want to do that, I would say just something. Okay. Just something because like, um, 
even if you retire and this I'm being real here, even if you retire and you're like, oh, my God, I don't have any money to live. You want to have that little nest egg to get you out to be able to jump off like a glorious bridge, like the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you don't you, you don't, don't want to jump off just any old bridge. Yeah. Did you hear Cy killed himself uh, at the Park Rapids? <laughs> yeah, Damn. exactly. That's a sad way to go. But Golden Gate Bridge, people were like, what the fuck? Sorry, getting it. Yeah, I think you got to have enough money that you fly to the Caribbean, swim out into the ocean, and never come back if you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, but but retirement is, you know, I talk to t- try to talk to my kids about this, where it's like every everyone thinks right now, today, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but it's like you're not going to be able to do anything later on. So that's that's number one. It's exciting because check, Cy puts fifty dollars in a Roth IRA every single month, like like his grandma's running his life. So I'm doing okay. good. Good. Boom. Retirement. One. Second, I would start going to marriage counseling now. I've so I had I had thought and no shit, we are going to. Okay, because I see the way I I was lucky. I was the closest person to you two during your wedding, mm-hmm. and the way you two looked at each other made me realize I'm going to die alone. Mm-hmm. It was just, there was that. so much love. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but if you start going to marriage counseling. Side note. Okay. How, this podcast will certainly never become some huge success. That's just our, that's our mode in life. Let's say it does. Okay. How great would it be? This is, it becomes this, every, like everybody knows about it, household name. So all these people that you tell stories about, no stories have been told about them. And then at your funeral, <laughs> one by one, they just pass the casket. Just like, fuck you, Chad. Like Big Fish, but opposite? Yes. By the way, I watched Big Fish. We're, we're detouring all over the place. Yeah, this is a nightmare. I, I don't think it's a nightmare. I think it's just like our heads are bouncing around. I watch... I, all right, let's talk about movies we've cried at next week. Okay. Deal? Yeah, okay, movies so we I'm, cried at So next I'm going to go. So marriage counseling... It's, all of the movies. <laughs> so, so marriage. The reason number one with a bullet. I bet you the combined <laughs> amount of tears that Chad and I shed at the movie The Green Mile <laughs> could fill up a hundred buckets. We don't have to talk about it, but we will. All I know is my daughter goes, "Want to go to Toy Story 4? and fuck I fucking have you. PTSD from Toy Story. 3. When they were on the, when they put them on the conveyor belt, and then they just, toys are just, and <laughs> then they just, they've. Come to the conclusion they're gonna die, and they accept it and hold hands. Fuck, Fuck you. you! Yeah, it's no unbelievable. Way. No way, dude. So I watched Toy Story three. I was I was in the midst of dealing with some anxiety issues. Okay. And sometimes when I'm dealing with anxiety issues, oh, no. I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can't immediately fall back asleep. So I'll watch something. And I was part way through Toy Story three. So I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, this will make me feel good. All of a sudden these. They're just accepting you feel their good at all. flamey deaths. Oh, it's yeah. it is that is an unbelievable scene. But anyway, <sighs> it's it's tough. So uh, go to marriage counseling. Go to marriage counseling because you want to get ahead of everything, right? I mean, yeah. you you don't want to have to go in after it's broken to counseling. That's what so many people do. They go yep. after something's broken, but then sometimes you can't prepare. You can't uh, <clears throat> like fix a break. You know, so I think if you get out in front of it, that would be uh, that would be my advice to you. Well, and not to get too serious here, but my view on relationships is I think too many people go, "I am who I am, and we are who I are, we are," 
And I think that's a load of shit. I think if you look at the way you were five months or five years ago, you were a different person. Your core values are the same, but you're, you're constantly changing. And if you're going to be in a relationship and not be fucking miserable, if you're not constantly checking in with the other person and making sure you're evolving and growing right. with that person in the same way that they are. But I think too many people are so wrapped up in themselves. Like I'm not changing for you. That's not how it fucking works. Right. You don't have to change the core of who you are, but you have to. So I'm with you. We are actually going to do that because I'm, well, I'm a good. believer. Go even when there's not a problem. Yeah. Just to communicate. I think that you, that should be a course. God, ace in this fucking that, test. That should be a course in school. Yes. You should, from a very young age, there should be like relationship counseling training. Yeah. So you know, you're just, you're better equipped for it. But mm -hmm. instead we're doing uh, algebra four, if you want to do that. Algorithms. But, yeah. We're not going to uh, obviously implement that into schools because we've got to keep the Mexicans out. That's the big <laughs> number one issue. Uh, I try not to be political on this show, but Jesus Christ, on a crutch. And people were like, why would he be on a crutch? Well, I don't know. Hurt his foot. Number Simple. three. Okay, number three. I know these have been serious, and that's kind of boring, I'm sure. But always, and I do mean always, lock the door when you're jerking off. <laughs> and I cannot be more serious about that one. That's a good stress. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have to go. All right, hey, well, just real quick, uh, we, we, I like how we knew we had a couple things in the bag that we were supposed to get to this week and we didn't have much else and we still didn't get to one of the two things. So next week will be the Uncle Ronnie update because I, I have some, I had a good, last night you showed me pictures. I did. Of Uncle Ronnie. I got I to did. see him and I have so many thoughts. So we, early in the show next week, let's do the answers you got questions to and let's do a little ronnie update i love it okay you love it i love, I love it. you okay <laughs> i thought hey bells i thought if we were in rhythm there you never know what happens stuff just falls out let's just shut it off shut all the microphones off Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.